Hello, friends. This episode is sponsored by Franciscan University of Steubenville. One of only 15 faithfully Catholic universities endorsed by the Cardinal Newman Society, Franciscan University of Steubenville continues to lead the renaissance of Catholic higher education called for in Excordia Ecclesi. Franciscan integrates excellent academic programs with a dynamic faith environment to serve over 3,800 students from all 50 states and 18 countries on campus, including 1,300 students online. Ranked in the top tier of Midwest universities by U.S. News & World Report since 1998, Franciscan offers over 100 programs of study, including 45 undergraduate, 10 graduate, and 17 online programs, all grounded in Franciscan's acclaimed Catholic core curriculum. Everything from accounting to engineering, nursing, evangelization, criminal justice, psychology, and many more, it's also home to the largest undergraduate theology program in the U.S. and has a well-regarded priestly discernment program, which has seen over 250 members ordained to the priesthood since 1985. They have a study abroad program in a beautifully restored 14th century Cartesian monastery in Austria that attracts up to 200 students each semester. My daughter went to Austria and had the most amazing experience. Michelle has two of her kids at Franciscan, two of mine are there, and our third is headed there in the fall. And I love this place because it's like a greenhouse, a safe, healthy environment for young adults to mature and grow in the context of a faith-filled community before heading out into the world. And at a time where many universities are teaching a worldview that's opposed to Catholic teaching, Franciscan isn't afraid to teach and stand up for the truth found in Jesus Christ in the church. For more information about Franciscan University and its mission to educate, evangelize, and send forth spirit-filled disciples of Jesus Christ, visit franciscan.edu or connect with Franciscan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Abiding Together podcast. And we are delighted to be with you on this adventure. And I know that the Lord is going to do wonderful things in all of our hearts. The Abiding Together podcast is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. And wherever you find yourself in the world, Wherever you find yourself in your life, you are most welcome here, and we know that the Lord will speak to you. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my very dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger, and we speak about what the Lord is doing in our life, we speak about our sorrowful mysteries, our joyful mysteries, and how the Lord is leading us in it all, and you are most welcome right here, right here. So please grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to announce the book selection for our 2024 Lenten study. Where's my drum roll? It's called A Time of Renewal, Daily Reflections for the Lenten Season by Mother Mary Francis. We're excited about this because Mother Mary Francis is a religious sister. She's a poor Claire, and she's amazing. It's a daily devotional, which makes it super easy to follow. The Sunday readings go along with the Sunday lectionary, and we're in cycle B, just so everybody knows. You are welcome to do this study on your own or with a small group or with a friend. We always provide journaling questions for personal reflection and discussion questions to help start conversations with your group. So we're going to post a reading schedule for the study on our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, and on our social media accounts. And you can also sign up for our weekly email to receive all these resources delivered right to your inbox. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of the book to follow along with us, you can visit Ignatius Press, Amazon, or your local Catholic bookstore. Everyone is most welcome to join us on this journey, and we can't wait. God bless. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast in a brand new season. Season Happy 14. Season I know. 14. Happy New Year. Wow. Season 14 of the Abiding Together podcast. I was just at dinner at somebody's house yesterday and they were asking us like how we met and what is the origin of our podcast. I'm like, yeah, it's been 14 seasons. I'm like, girls, 
Not 14 years. Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it feels like that sometimes, but yeah. in dog yeah, years, yeah, it's exactly. 14 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. We're all 80. Yeah, we're all 80. <laughs> yeah. So happy new year, Michelle. How was Christmas for you? Christmas was good. Overall good. I was telling the ladies before, of course we record, we have to chat mm-hmm. really quick. Uh, the holidays like are a mixed bag of nuts, or I like to say a mixed trail mix. Sometimes you get mm. the flavor you really want, and sometimes you get the raisins and you want to throw it back in. So it was mm-hmm. both beautiful and just some areas were a little challenging, but for the most part, it's one of our best Christmases. Mm. Yeah, but it was really good. Heather, how about you? Yeah, same. It, it was relatively peaceful over here. We have quite a small family. We don't have a lot of extended family. We don't have a lot. Of, we don't have little kids around, so that's just a different kind of Christmas mm-hmm. now that our kids mm-hmm. are are older. I think Jake and I are up before the kids, which is a weird switch that occurs. You know, we're like, okay, when are they getting up? Like, let's do this. Let's do the presents. You know, like, should we go wake them up? You know, so it's like total role reversal that's occurred now. But no, it was great. And my parents being over and siblings. So yeah, it was really nice. How about you, sister? My Christmas was really lovely as well. It was just very peaceful. And I got to visit friends over the holidays and attend some really beautiful liturgies. There's some really beautiful, yeah, just beautiful churches and people just worshiping so deeply. So I, yeah, I was very quiet and much needed and a lot of beauty. So I feel very grateful. Mm-hmm. Grateful for that. So we are going to something that we've done for a long time is we've done a year, a word of the year episode. And so we are going to do that again this year. And so our scripture passage for our time together is from Psalm 51, verses 10 to 12. And it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take away your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. And a lovely quote from T.S. Eliot that says, For last year's words belong to last year's language, and next year's words await another voice, which I thought was really cool. So Mm, good one. maybe, Heather, you want to kick us off kind of describing what the word of the year is and what it's not and kind of how we allow the Lord to speak to us there? Mm -hmm. A word of the year is not a fortune cookie. No, (laughs) let's start with that. (laughs) So we've been doing this for a little while, and I actually love this little tradition Mm -hmm. that we have. And basically, it's just taking time to pray and reflect and maybe look through scripture, reflect upon the last last year and what God has been doing and what we feel like the Holy Spirit is saying about this coming year and trying to capture it in one one word. And so there's different ways that people do that. I think someone online has like a word generator or something mm-hmm. like that, that that you can kind of try. But I really recommend that people just take time to pray and maybe pray with a scripture. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Do like Alexio Divina with a scripture, maybe something from the Gospels, and just see what word stands out to you and what is the Holy Spirit saying. And really try to start even cultivating the ear to listen to God's voice. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're what we've been doing and what we encourage you all to maybe try and sit down in your prayer time and try that. Mm-hmm. Michelle, what about you? Yeah, I think, Heather, I think I've used each one of my words for the last several years are almost like um, lighthouses where they just really guide me which way the Holy Spirit is going, like it's a light. Mm-hmm. And it allows me to stay focused on the intention I feel like the Lord wants to do in my heart. And I realized like when I was praying about this year's word, each year, especially the last four or five years, have built upon one another and they're integrating Mm -hmm. into one another. You know, like it's not just a one-off word and that's one and done once the year is over. I've realized like, oh my goodness, like the Lord is building something with these words. He's doing something 
he's building a house with these. Like in one word, maybe a foundational word, but the other one is a very much like a load, you know, load bearing wall in my, what the Lord has been doing in my spiritual life and in my heart. Like it's, I think it's just such a beautiful, it's actually, I think it's such a beautiful spiritual discipline, you know, and like even to check with yourself monthly, weekly, wherever you want to do it as a spiritual discipline, like how do I see this word coming to fruition in my life? You know, what is the Lord doing? Mm -hmm. How is he moving in this? What is he showing me in this? And yeah, really just allow it to marinate in your life. Good word. You know, to produce Mm -hmm. some really beautiful Mm -hmm. things to come. Sister, what about you? Michelle's word of the year is marinate. No, (laughs) No, I was just going to say, Heather, is that your word? Because we don't know each other's word right now, which is really cool. So I'm on the edge of my seat. Chris asked me this morning. I feel like I was like, I go, I feel like I'm cheating telling you before the girls. He goes, I'm your husband. Like, what? You're not in a covenant with him. <laughs> like, sorry, baby. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, the sacred thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, it is true. And and it's not random. And it's not like you said, a fortune cookie. It's not like, oh, like a kind of a, I don't know, like a cliched thing. It really is. What is God inviting me to this year in a particular way? And seeing, it's almost like the, you know, like a bicycle wheel, like the, the center of the wheel. It's like, it brings everything to the center. And yeah, so I know in the past that Pink Salt Riot has sponsored this particular episode and you can order your word of the year on like a little placard or like a little keychain or something. And and we do that every year. And also somebody sent us this year like a little ceramic like nightstand uh, holder too that had the word on the year. And I, for me, that was so important because it is easy. It, it is easy to that. forget. Yes. yes. And so that was really important for me is I, I put the, my word of the year on my nightstand. So every night before I go to bed, every morning I would see it, whether I wanted to see it or not, sometimes I didn't want to see it, <laughs> but it was like really important because it kept drawing me back to like, oh, this was something the Lord spoke to me at the beginning of the year. And this is not random. So he has something for me in this. And so I really, you know, as we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, was able to see my whole year through that framework and it was challenging, but it was also very helpful. So this, I think this is a great spiritual discipline. It's a great, something to keep going back to, write the word all over your house. So you see it, write your friend's words down. So you see it and remind them of of what it is. And then we can grow together in in love and virtue. So I I think Mm -hmm. it's really important. Well said, sister. Well said. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what did you all learn this past year? What was your word from this past year and what did you learn from it? Or what did the Lord unveil to you in that word? Heather, you want to go first? Yeah. Well, I would say for mine was, mine was like the longest word ever. No, mine was totally fire, which came from that. Why not become totally fire? And that word was very challenging. Like, I mean, I know it sounds so exciting and awesome, you know, and it was, it's exciting and awesome, you know, to, to be invited into, the fire because there's something really exciting about like, wow, Lord, like you want to do something powerful. You know, you want to do something big, Mm -hmm. like our, our life with you isn't supposed to be stagnant, but fire burns, Mm -hmm. you know, and fire burns away the things that, that aren't holy. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it comes to a heart and the fire of God's love. And so, yeah, I think it's been a year of purification. But it's also been a year of where I feel like the Lord has kept saying, like, will you keep stepping into the fire? Because mm. that's where I am. You know, that's that this is the the furnace of my love. And so there's been this mix of burning away the things that aren't holy and uh, you know, not done yet. Like this is a word for life, probably. Mm. Um, but also the intensity of love that I've been experiencing 
from the Lord, as I've shared a bit on the podcast, has been overwhelming, like an overwhelming gift. Mm -hmm. But having that word as an anchor to say like, oh, when things are hard, it's like the answer is going to be go for it every time. Like when it, because when you're faced with that, well, why not become totally fire? You can't do anything halfway. You just can't. So even when I went zip lining, I shared that story like on the, on the podcast and my daughter Eva, like sitting next to me going, come on, mom, why not be totally fire? I was like, dang it. You know, like (laughs) it just means at every step, like have congruency with what you say and what you do. Like if this is the path that God is inviting me to, then that means all in as much as I can at every stage, as much as I can see. Mm-hmm. So it's been very challenging and it's brought about some unexpected twists and turns, but really, really good. One actually I want to mm-hmm. just hang on to. So I'm not going to let mm-hmm. that one go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Michelle? Yeah. For mine, my past this year's word was Eden. I, this is how I feel every year. Like I was telling Chris, we just got back from Atlanta visiting family. I was telling him, for the holiday season. And I was telling him, I was like, I never want to let go my word of the year. I just want to keep it for the following year. Like that's how attached to them I get. Mm-hmm. And it did it. It wasn't lost on me. Like two of my words of the year is one was Lorian, you know, from Lord of the Rings and Eden are both places, you know? So the Lord just really highlighting that my um, desire, like I just love home. Really, I love home and I love homecomings and just that ache we each have for home. But also realizing the Lord placed them in a garden. Like he places us in places of beauty and not for just, oh, aren't these fancy and beautiful, but for our hearts, for the aesthetic reasons of our hearts. And just even reflecting on it in the last couple of days this past year, just realizing what is the original design of the Lord for me in? Where are the areas of my life where have I put coping mechanisms and survival mechanisms and just really mm-hmm. engaging deeper in my story? And I have to tell you, it just kind of aggravates me de- engaging deeper in my story. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm 50 years old. When is enough enough? Like, okay, like, you know, because then you're thinking like, okay, am I just navel gazing here yet or no? But then the Lord's like, okay, no, I am doing something here. And just really learning to know his character as creator in a deeper way and getting, and this makes me cry, and really getting to know the Holy Spirit's character as comforter in areas. Like, honestly, this has been the hardest year probably of my life, just in calendar years. It just, it has been. I've probably been the quietest I've ever been in my life. I've just got quiet. Mm -hmm. And there's several reasons for that, just to significant deaths and all that kind of stuff. A lot of things going on with kids, a lot of things going on with my health. It just, it was like a perfect storm. So just really leaning in and the Holy Spirit hovering over the chaos, like just feeling in that translation, the word hover, you see it again in scripture in the Old Testament. And it's when the Lord refers to a mother, a mother bird hovering over her chicks. And so just the Lord's closeness and his hovering over the chaos, That's good. because I think a lot of us feel there's a lot of chaos in each of our lives and realizing, okay, still asking yourself the question, okay, well, Lord, what is the original design? How did you create me? Like, what are my purposes? And where has that design gone astray? And I laugh because then you ask like, okay, you're, you're like, okay, I'm 50 years old. Da, da, da. Like, what do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> I'm like, should I still be asking that question? Like, oh, we are up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. And it's always becoming and always growing as yes. a spiritual journey and yeah. realizing that that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing and not a thing to get aggravated mm-hmm. or frustrated with. So, that's good. yeah. Sister, what about you? Hey, uh, yeah, I appreciate both of your sharings very much. I, my word for the year was honest. And that was very challenging and not in the realm of like lying. I'm not like not like in the habit of lying, but just the places that where it's difficult to be honest. And I really was convicted by that this year of 
going to bed at night in places where like, that wasn't honest. Like it was, it wasn't lying, but it wasn't honest of like what I really thought, or I didn't want to rock the boat or I didn't want to deal with people's painful defense mechanisms. So I just kept the peace or I wasn't honest with what God was asking me to do. Like I knew he was asking me to do something. I didn't want to do it. And so I, I, part of me was like, well, <laughs> should my word for the year be honester? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's not even a word that, uh, you know, I, cause I, <laughs> We're making up our own language over here. Yeah. It's like, they're like, oh, you have honest and honester. Like what honest arrest? Is that going to be in 2025? Like what, what, what is that even about? Yeah. But, but I think like both of you, it's a continuation because that's mm-hmm. integration. That's like, that's naked without shame. That's like living without fig leaves. And that's something I think we grow into. And this is not about, oh, tell it like it is. That's not about that. But it's about, but the, the truth, like the, you know, the, we tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. And just to be, and and to be able to know that no matter what happens, God is with us. And so I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that on my nightstand because I still mm-hmm. want to grow. I, I, I just see the the areas of my life where that has got to come about and it, it links into my, my word for you for this coming year, but yeah, honester. I don't know how to see if that's a word, but <laughs> I have to tell y'all a funny story. Well, it's just like my little whimsical story. So we were staying at this hotel in Atlanta, you know, and I was telling Chris, we were in the car, we were driving back at night after, you know, being with all my family for dinner or whatever. And I was telling him like, I don't want to let go of my word of the year, Eden. You know, we're just Mm. talking about it being building your, a building word. So we park in the hotel and I look across the street at the hotel across the street and it's Eden. That's the name of the hotel, and it's in bright lights. Of course it is. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, of course it I know. Is. That's I what Chris it. said. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is, Michelle. Ben Singer. That's how the Lord speaks Yeah, to you. so I was just like, baby, it's in bright yeah. lights. You know, don't let it go. <laughs> but I actually think we're not supposed to. You guys are touching on something so important that Jake and I often mm-hmm. talk about, too, is like we have to move beyond like the inspiration to the integration. Yes. And we love like taking something like, oh, my gosh, that's so good. And we repost it or we write it down or whatever, mm-hmm. but then it doesn't actually become integrated into our heart and and so then how does change occur exactly which is what we're all all mm-hmm. called to is like this constant conversion so i think we're touching on something really important that i i hope for each of us but also for our listeners too that we can take time to reflect upon like am i just taking something mm-hmm. like a word of the year as like a bit of inspiration instead of something that the lord wants to deeply integrate into my life to bring yeah. about further change and conversion for mm-hmm. me. so mm-hmm. without further ado Dun, da, da, da. Okay, I'm not going first. I'm not going first. Sister, sister, I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tribute. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right, all right, all right, all right. I thought okay. we were going to okay. do rock, paper, scissors. We're no, not we doing could. rock, paper, scissors. Oh. Okay, go all right, I'll go first. So it's not honester, even though I didn't want it to be. Actually, it came... Yeah, this is kind of an, this is, I'm just going to share this. I prayed about sharing. I'm just going to share it. So the night of the first Sunday of Advent, so which is the new liturgical year, I was um, out in Portland, Oregon, and we were doing a healing the whole person out there. And I had a dream that night. And in the dream, the Lord was speaking to me, and the Lord kept saying to me, "Come up higher." And I, there was it was something deep happening that I can't even are just articulate what was going on. But I woke up and I heard the words "come up higher," and I was like, "Well, that's interesting." And I prayed about it. I fell back to sleep, mm. and it happened again. I heard. I mean, I was awoken by the words "come up higher," mm. and it happened three times. And mm. after that, I just something was pierced so deeply in my heart of the Lord calling me to come up higher. So my, my word for the year is come mm, up higher, come wow. up higher. And I have been very convicted by the Lord of his eternal presence of God sovereign over time, that there's no part of our life that's ever outside of his care because he's present outside of time. And the way that I exist right now before you, I exist in heaven before God also. And there's something in that that was so piercing to me that the Lord is saying, you, 
you, I'm inviting you to, mm-hmm. to live this way. Like we, there's certain things in your life that coping mechanisms, areas of belief that are just untrue that have been crippling you your entire life from the womb of your mother. And it is time to come up higher, like to, and, and not to disassociate, that's not come up higher, but to live more deeply in the truth, which is more honest. So you can see how they go together. But I've prayed about that every day, every day since those dreams. I've been, I prayed about it every day. And it's just something that resounds so deeply in my soul. And I know God is calling me to something great in that of it's time, like it's time to leave some things behind and to really embrace the truth because that's what is eternal. So that's beautiful. Yeah. That, there's my, there's my word for the mm. year. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, sister. That's beautiful. Yeah. It reminds me of mm-hmm. um, Hind's Feet and Hind Places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's a good mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's several scriptures in, you know, in the Bible about I'll come up higher in Revelation, mm-hmm. you know, come up here or like when the, the sea at the wedding banquet, come my friend, come up higher. So, or Zacchaeus, you know, it's like got up higher into the tree and looks like yeah. come down. So, <laughs> I mean, you can just see kind of the coming up and coming down of, of those places. So I, yeah, I, I know that's something that's going to continue to unfold this year, but yeah. Mm. So there you Thank go. Thank you, friend. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. So Heather, what is your word of the year? <laughs> well, I shared this with you guys already, actually. You did? I just didn't tell you. I just didn't tell you that this is, is my word of the year. Marinate? It just <laughs> yeah. happened. Yeah. Right? First, oh. Bell Road beef sent the meat, uh-huh. and then no, just kidding. <laughs> That's how we got here. here. No. Yeah. So my word of the year also came to me that week of the first week of Advent. Also, mm-hmm. That's strange. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't thinking about it. It wasn't even on my mind. And I was standing in a chapel in a worship time, and I was praying about a lot of things, and I felt like the Lord came very, very close to me like very, very close. Like it was like, like I was describing it like, like when a snow falls and it just gets really quiet suddenly, except it wasn't quiet around me. Like in the physical space, everybody's like singing, like really, really loud, but it felt super like still. And the Lord just came like so close to my face. And I was just like caught in his gaze. And I was standing there in the chapel, like just almost frozen. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, there you are, you know? And I was like, Lord, what, what do you want me? What do you want me to know? Like, what are you saying right now? Because there's a lot of moving pieces in Mm -hmm. my life. Like I got the word change. It wasn't my word of the year, but just the Lord spoke that Mm -hmm. even into our ministry. And so there's been a lot of things that have been changing. And I just said, like, Lord, what are you wanting? What are you wanting to say? What do you want me to hear right now? And it's like, he leaned in closer, like eyeball to eyeball. And he said, I'm saying yes. And I was like, you're saying yes? Like, I was like confused. Like, what? Like, but I'm saying yes. You know, like, what do you mean you're saying yes? Like, I wouldn't have put that word in in God's mouth. Like, if it was just me, like, you know how some, mm-hmm. like, I wonder this all the time. Is that just me? Am I just saying, you know, mm-hmm. I would have put the words wait or persevere in God's <laughs> mouth if he was going to say something to me, because that's usually the theme, like for mm-hmm. many, many, many years. And I said, you're saying yes? And he said, I know all the things that you've been dreaming of and all the things that you've been holding in your heart. And he said, and now I'm saying yes. And I was Mm like, I I mean, I just started to like weep. I'm standing there like just weeping in God's presence. And there was a lot of other things, which I won't get into, that I felt like the Lord was saying to me, very personal things. But that Mm -hmm. is my word of the year is yes, because that is like such a different thing. Like for me on, I mean, you guys know there's been like a lot of just being in the hidden 
place for like a long, long time. I know I have this podcast and stuff, but like before that, even like for 15 years, I was just Mm -hmm. like up in the middle of nowhere, Canada, like doing nothing. And I'm sharing this because I think a lot of people find themselves in a hidden place, you know, and you wonder like, what is God doing? And like, is he doing anything? And does he even see where I am? And I remember Michelle, like when we first moved back to Canada, because we were living in Denver, we had this very vibrant parish we're working at lots of vibrant ministry happening we moved here and it was like the record player just went and everything just felt like it stopped you know and I remember saying to you Michelle one day I was standing in the back of my yard and the kids were really little and I said I just feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere like no one knows where I am and you just said like you just cut right through it like with this word for the Lord you just said God knows exactly where you are Mm And, and I held on to that mm-hmm. for like all of those years of just being in the quiet, like in the hidden place and waiting, mm-hmm. working away, doing my best, following the Lord, allowing purification to happen, you know, like just trying to be faithful in all the things that God had given to me and entrusted to me. So now to be in a place where I feel like he's saying yes, is like, that's overwhelming and totally different. And I'm also very curious, like, what exactly are you saying yes to? Like, what desires and dreams mm-hmm. in my heart? Like, this is going to be a fun thing to discover this year. And there's some things that are right at the forefront, you know, right now that we're, that we're discerning. But that's also pushing me, I've realized in the last few days, into a place of more trust and more faith. Because I'm yeah. like, if you say, if this is who you are, and this is your word that you're saying, then that means there's movement Mm -hmm. about to occur. Mm -hmm. And I have to step out in faith and trust that this is you and this is what you're saying and this is your plan, you know, and it brings up other things in my heart, you know, inevitably where I'm like, oh, I I think I've made wrong decisions before. And like, how do I know that this is right? And Lord, where are you? So it's Mm -hmm. pressing in on these little places where I tend to wiggle and struggle and maybe like not, not move as quickly or with everything I have. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the Lord is saying like, my yes is all in and that's what I'm asking mm-hmm. in return, you know? Mm. So yeah, so that's it. Yes is my mm, word. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, friend. That's beautiful. Yeah, that. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. yes, indeed. All right, Michelle. So my word of the year, it, you know, it comes about also pretty much like the first week of Advent also. Hmm, there's a theme here, mm-hmm. but it started with something that I didn't like. And then it came into that is where the word kind of gave birth to it. And, you know, I was thinking something about wonder and awe and different words like that, the Lord. But I was telling my spiritual director that was just disenchanted. And that's the word I used. I was like, I'm just, because we were talking about something and I was like, I'm not depressed. Like, I know I'm not depressed. I'm disenchanted mm-hmm. with life and, and a num- in a number of areas, not with like oh, the yeah. people in my life, just with certain situations that are just triggering and hard in certain situations in the church. And so I was like, I'm just disenchanted, mm-hmm. you know, like this is just not what I want. And so then he was giving me the technical version that, well, the term, you know, disenchanted came in the 18th century with Max Weber, who's a sociologist, da, 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 because he said, because we took religion and want, awe and wonder out. And we thought we needed to be logical and, you know, like very linear and logical and everything, which are, they serve a purpose and a place. He said, but we took the awe and wonder. Mm-hmm. And then a friend of mine sent me a talk about, it was an art talk that we had to listen to, and it was a re-enchantment of art in the world. And it broke mm-hmm. something in me. Like, it just was like, oh my gosh. And it was the whole re part. And the Lord's like, this is going to be a word, a year of re. 
like relearning, mm. but re-enchantment is my word of the year. Mm. But like, oh. the, and so like to be re-enchanted, but he said, it's going to be a year of learning and integrating like sister, very similar to what you said. The next week I had to do an art project for this class I'm taking. And you, it was beautiful because we could blend art and literature together. And like you had to do like mixed media art. And I was just like really captivated by the whole thing. And I was still praying with Eden and the naming of the animals and that the Lord named things. And I was thinking about things, I'm going really quickly here, Mm -hmm. but I was thinking about parts of my story, like that I just didn't want to name because I thought I was being disloyal to the people around me. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I should be over this. And, you know, but the way to honor these people is actually being honest about the situation. Mm which is really hard, is that holding things in tension. Mm -hmm. And the Lord was just like naming things by their correct name. And so I came across this quote from Dr. Shivago, which I had read the book years and years ago. And the movie is long. I mean, it's a long movie and a long book, people. And so there's this quote, and it says, For a moment she rediscovered the purpose of her life. She was here on earth to grasp the meaning of its wild enchantment and to call each thing by its right name. And I just like... Yeah. Like it was that it was like the Lord's like perfect. perfect. And he's like, I want to teach you very similar sister. He's like, I want you to go from survival to revival again. And I want you to yeah. go from superficial mm-hmm. to supernatural. Like you've been settling mm-hmm. in a lot of areas Amen. and it's time mm-hmm. to drop the baggage that you've brought and pick up the inheritance. And that was, mm-hmm. he's very clear. He's like, the baggage has to be placed down so you can hold on to the inheritance I have for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he's been like with reenchantment, and it was very similar to you, I woke up with this word. It was like on my heart and I kept on like, and then I went to go brush my teeth and I could hear it again. And I'm like, okay. And you know, when it's words that you would not think like come directly to your mind mm-hmm. and mine was regenerative redemption. What does that look like? And reenchantment, like, what is it? look like to redeem the generations? What does it look like to be enchanted and in awe? And a good friend of ours called us, called me and my husband and said he would really love to, he had gotten a couple of things in prayer for us and wanted to talk and pray and we prayed with him. And I was telling him a little about re-enchantment. He said, Michelle, it's time to walk through things and walk through them in mystery. You know, you've been still, but now it's time to walk through and that's where the resilience comes. It says, I walk through the shadow of death, the valley of death. Like you're walking through mm-hmm. to the other side. And to realize, like very similar to you, sister, the glory of the Lord fills the earth. He's everywhere. You know, his yeah. enchantment, his presence is enchanting. It is everywhere. And so with a lot of things, I pray like when the Lord gives me something in prayer or whatever, I always often pray like when spiritual disciplines I learned was taught, like you pray for confirmation in any way, shape or form, you know, like if you want confirmation in your mm-hmm. spirit, want confirmation, go in scripture, mm-hmm. church teaching, wherever you want. Well, my confirmation came through, you got mail. And so when I was like, Lord, is this my word? <laughs> we were watching you got mail with all the kids, the boys were like, ah, you got mail. I'm like, come on, you love it. You need a little Nor Ephron in your life. So we were watching it and the grandfather, it was talking about Kathleen Kelly's grand- a mother and said she was enchanting. Mm-hmm. And um, Tom Hanks says to Meg Ryan, and when he's first at her story, he goes, your mother was enchanting. She goes, yes. Did you know her? He goes, no, I'm looking at the picture behind her. She goes, yes, that's when my mother and I were twirling. And there's something about the whole scene. I just teared up. I was like, because that's it, isn't it? Our original design where we're just free to dance and twirl and be in the presence of who we're supposed to be because we're in the presence of the Lord Mm -hmm. and we know who we are in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is it, ladies. I love that. I love it. That, those are great good. words. And thanks for sharing the layers of that with us too. Like that, I mean, you're only a, a few weeks into 
meditating on that. And that's already yeah, pretty deep. And I think that's one of the things I really encourage our listeners that's been a really good spiritual discipline for me, but more so this year than any other year is the journaling. I don't know about y'all, but if I don't journal, I forget. Chris and I are like, oh my gosh, we have to write down mm-hmm. memories of what happened with kids and certain things. But like for me, journal, yeah. like remembering little things that happen, even if it's like 10 words for the day, this is mm-hmm. where I notice the Lord. This is because if not, if you're like me, you forget. And I can't have re-enchantment if I don't remember where he's moved. That is good stuff. It's good. Yeah. So hopefully friends, you can share your word of the year with people in your life too, that you guys can listen to each other and receive each other's word. Or even if your friend doesn't have a word and you do just to be able to have somebody to talk about those things with is really, yeah, it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. So we hope that, yeah, we'll see for all of us how, how the year of the word shapes our lives and yeah, frames it. So, well, anything else ladies, before we jump into our first one things for the year of 2024, no, no I'm good. let's do it. That was great. Miss Heather, you want to share your one thing for us? Yes. So my one thing is that my husband, Jake Kim, is offering a course on identity. So this is something that cool. he's been working on for a while and has done pilot, pilot projects with other groups, and now he's launching it to the public. So right now it it's open for, for everybody to register. You can go to liferestoration.ca. That's our, our ministry uh, website, and just look under... I don't know what it says, offerings or resources. Oh, receive. Yep, it's under there. And it says courses. So this is the identity course. And he just really felt like, you know, especially right now, like there's so much attack on identity, but just people in general don't know their God-given glory and who they are as sons and daughters. And so Jake is a great teacher. That's one of his really greatest gifts. And so I'm excited for him to get going. It's an online course, so anybody can access it. It comes in shorter sections of three parts each to build up the whole course. So you can access it at any point. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Excited for people to be able to receive that and see how it goes. Oh, so. that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's very wonderful. Yeah. Michelle, what's your one thing? So my one thing is, I'll just finally do it. So many of you have direct messaged me, and I'm not a good person on direct message replying or really text or emails. All the above. It's an equal opportunity person for me not <laughs> to not respond. I just have to, for me, it's just very much to be present to the present moment. And there's a lot going on. But... You've been asking me for book lists for the year. So I will compile a book of my favorite books from 2023 that I read this year, both fiction, both spiritual, all the above. And so I will try to keep up. Can you also put some of your somatic healing resources? Because a lot of people have been asking about that, girl. Yes, I can do that too. That'd be great. And I will put my favorite journaling resources also because you've asked about that. You know, so um, yes, I will organize that for you all. That is my... 2024 New Year gift to you all. Sister, what's your one thing? My one thing for all you ladies out there is a ladies tea party where I will be a guest speaker called the the Trinity, Trinity T-E-A. See what we did there. Um, Mm -hmm. Benefiting our Soul Sisters Motherhouse campaign. So if you're in the Virginia area, it's going to be in Front Royal, Virginia at the Shenandoah Valley Golf Club, January 27th, which is a Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I'll be giving a small talk. We're going to have a meet and greet, just a lot of beautiful things. So bring your friends, bring your mom, bring your daughters. Um, I think we're suggesting eight years old and up to come and just spend a couple hours with us. There's going to be several of us soul sisters there. And like we said, 
All of the uh, proceeds from that event will go directly to our Mother House campaign. Thank you so much for your generosity. And if you're not in Virginia and you still want to donate to our Mother House campaign, you can do that as well. So you can click the link in the show notes or you can go directly to salt.net slash trinity, which is T-R-I-N-I-T-E-A. See see what we did there. So Trinity, um, we look forward to seeing you there. So January 27th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And perhaps I will have the delight of meeting you there. Thank you guys so much. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I really, really love that. Well, friends, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that, um, yeah, this year blesses you and in all the way that God wants to bring you closer to him. So until next week, we will be abiding together. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend and leave us a review? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful coffee mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints in our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Body Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through the Patreon website, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as recipes, music playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information at patreon.com slash abidingtogetherpodcast. Thank you so much, and God bless you.